Welcome back into another episode of our Huskers Radio Network podcast. I'm Jessica Cootie, and it's a big weekend ahead for Nebraska men's gymnastics headed to the NCAA championships at Penn State this weekend. And to chat a little bit about that, Taylor Christopoulos Jr., who is the Big Ten champion, vault champion, All-American, and the reigning Big Ten gymnast of the year boy your accolades are long the list is long and lengthy thanks for joining us yeah of course thank you for having me well i mean just announced going into it before we talk about the big 10 championships announced that you're the big 10 gymnast of the year the first husker to win that award outright since nebraska joined the big 10 what was that like getting that uh, get that getting that news pretty cool kind of exciting um i deleted instagram for the time that's where i usually find out all my news and so I got a teammate um, who texted me, my roommate, Chris Heiser, and he just sent me a text. He said, big congrats, man. And um, I was kind of like, why is he texting me? And then I got a few other texts. And so, it was, I mean, it feels good. Uh, really awesome to represent Nebraska. And like that award doesn't um, like reflect my hard work. It reflects everybody else's like support and love. And so, I mean, it means a lot. What's gone into this season that you've put together to be able to earn that award? Ooh, I mean, not just this season, but the off season. I mean, it's a whole buildup in my entire career. Um, just a lot, a lot of hard work, um, a lot of sacrifice this year. I tried to like pick a word to focus on and sacrifice was one of them. And um, just putting time in the gym and finding the balance of all the things that bring success and working with the coaches and um, et cetera. So. Nebraska's had a lot of great gymnasts come through this program, and for you to join that list and, and to be the first outright champion or first outright to win that award, what does that what does that mean to you? I mean, it feels it feels good, um, and it means a lot because uh, growing up and training, I looked up to those guys, and I know as a young gymnast, I, I feel like every athlete is hard on themselves, and like, man, I can't make it to that level or. Um, at least for me, my problem was I just didn't believe I could be at that level. And so my coaches and my dad and my mom and just um, teammates who really pushed me to believe in myself and helped me understand that, yo, you can be at that level. You, you can be better if you want. It's all about a mindset. And um, I had the talent and the gifts that I've been blessed with. And then obviously hard work played into it. And then you just got to train your mind just as much as you train the physical side. And so believing and understanding that you can get there was huge. And then now seeing and knowing that you've sort of accomplished it, but it's not yet done. It makes you hungry and more motivated than ever to be better for the future and for your teammates. But also to look back and say, man, like kind of did something pretty cool. And yeah. that reflects not only your effort, but everybody else around you. So That's awesome. Wow. Awesome words. Out of uh, Layton, Utah, right? How mm -hmm. did you wind up at Nebraska out of Utah? Um, so I had a teammate, Dylan King. Uh -huh. um, he was, when I was a freshman, he was a sophomore, so I got to be, I grew up with him. But I had two years on the team with him. He was our team captain last year. And when I was in juniors in high school, he committed to Nebraska. And so that kind of put on the map for our gym and uh, sort of like a feeder program because now we have my an upcoming teammate in club. His name's Cole Partridge, who committed, and he'll be here next year. So um, I found out about Nebraska from Dylan King and looking into that more. And then obviously I got a recruiting trip set up with Chuck and John and Jim. 
and I got to come out here and see what it was all about. So, see, you talked about you know gaining the confidence and the belief in yourself. What was that process like for you? Why didn't you? And what what did it take for you to get there? I guess. Ooh, um, ever since my first Jo Nationals, I don't even know how old I was, but I was young, and I took dead last. Maybe not dead last, but pretty darn close. And then every single year up until my senior year, I got better. Just a little bit better, a little bit better. And I feel like there's in sport, there's people who are just gifted and talented. And I feel like I'm, as far as gymnastics goes, I'm not really that. Like maybe I'm strong, and, but flexibility-wise, um, and then the mental side, I just like didn't believe in myself. I didn't have the mobility. Um, and so putting that work in and then um, all the way up until my senior year as I got a little bit better, I took third at nationals and I made championships. Obviously I had a chance to shoot and try to make national team, junior national team, I never did. But then that put me on the stage for college and, and when we got to college, the same instances apply. And obviously you have people here with more experience and have been doing it for a very long time and know how to work with um, individuals like me, and they just helped me excel. Visiting with Taylor Christopoulos of Nebraska Men's Gymnastics, you currently are the leader in the nation in the all-around score. So you can beat every event. Do you have a favorite event? I mean, you're the Big Ten vault champion. Is that your favorite vault? Uh, I don't know. Vaults it feels good, but it's not my favorite event. Is that your it's best pretty repetitive. Event? Cause it's like one skill, you know. Yeah. That's probably my most consistent event. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, what's your favorite event then? My favorite event, I actually really enjoy high bar. Okay. Yeah. Um, just flying and letting go and grabbing the bar again. Um, it took a long time to get there because being a little kid and learning release moves and dismounts, it's scary. Like yeah. Landing on the a metal bar and like hitting your face and your shins doesn't feel good. <laughs> and so, uh, but I've grown to love high bar and like the most satisfying feeling ever is releasing and catching the bar again so did was that a goal of yours that you wanted to come in and compete every event for nebraska um, i mean that's hard that's a yeah. lot on your body it's a lot mentally physically mm -hmm. all of the above and i know some guys just compete certain events maybe one maybe two or three events but to come in and and be able to be a routine for every single event was that a goal of yours oh yeah for sure but I think an even more like bigger goal and important goal was I wanted to come in here and show the guys that I cared. And by doing that, that I would work as hard as I could. Um, and that hard work um, applied to every single event. And I wanted to be at my best on every single event. And so when I pushed myself to be there um, and use the resources around me and the people helped me to get there, then um, it just played out. So what is it about the vault that it's your most consistent? Funny story. Um, <laughs> so the vault I do now, I never competed it in juniors. Like of my senior year, I always struggled with it. It was inconsistent. And then when I came here, there's just something about like joining a, a team and understanding like the team aspect and where guys are like top notch, top level, and they just push you to be better. So I trained the vault. Um, all in the off season, the summer that I got here. Oh, I mean, in August, the fall, I guess, because of COVID. And so it got pretty consistent. And I never told Chuck that I've never competed it. And we were talking about this a few months ago. But Penn State was my first meet. 
and it was the first time I ever competed the ball, and I was on lineup and I landed it, and we were just going crazy. <laughs> There's a video on Big Ten of me and Cooper Giles, and Cooper is recording. He's just freaking out, and we like run up and hug each other. It's pretty funny, but yeah, I've never competed the ball before, and then ever since then, landing that, it's just been. I just had confidence in it, it and so yeah. Well, so what did Chuck say when you said, by the way, I'd never done that before? I never <laughs> He's like, are you before. serious? You've never done that? I was like, yeah, Chuck, I haven't, I, that was the first time I ever did. He's like, dang, I didn't know that. Oh, that's awesome. You know, you, you had said it, it's before you get to college, it's such an individual event. And even when you are competing in college, you still can win individual national titles and mm -hmm. individual accolades as you yourself has, have done. So how do you go about approaching like an NCAA championships when you do have the potential to win individual awards, but then the team also has the potential to, to do big things? Oh, yeah. That's a big difference between club and university is I felt like in club, obviously, every team and we emphasize like a culture, family and everything. But when I was competing, it didn't really feel like that. It felt more of like, all right, maybe that was probably my mindset and where I was wrong. But it felt like, all right, I got to hit this routine for me, not for like the guys around me. But here it's like emphasized, like you mess up. You're not just affecting every yourself, you're affecting everybody around you in the overall score. And so keeping yourself in check and hitting your objectives and your goals um, not only benefits you, it will benefit the team. And I know it's a lot more humbling and um, yeah, a lot more humbling experience to realize that your efforts aren't just benefiting you and that they're, they're benefiting everybody else who's working just as hard as you um, and wants the same things as you. So if you go into it approaching it wanting to win for the team, then the individual accolades come, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is in, in Minsham, it's five up, five count, right? Or six yes. up, six, six, six count? Five up, five count. So with women's gymnastics, um, if you watch that, it's six up, five count. But mm -hmm. with men's, it's every athlete that gets up. If you don't hit, you have to count that score. Yeah. Um, how do you deal with that pressure? I mean, it is like, it is tough. Mm -hmm. And you have to, everybody has to hit, basically. Um, oh, yeah. And it takes not just reps in practice, but reps in that position and in that situation because it's completely different. Like you can be hitting as many routines and um, be looking as perfect as you can in practice and then you get in the competition. And if you can't do the same thing, then what's the point of practice, you know? And so getting those reps in, um, in the competition is huge. But dealing with that pressure, like I said, is that mental, um, that mental training. Because you know you can do it physically. It's the mind. Like, it's crazy. When you're out on the competition floor, how much, like, faster you become fatigued or, um, I mean, like, just tired. And it's because you're focusing on, the sh like, the aspect of the importance of hitting your routine and that stress that comes with it. It just drains you. And, um, but I think dealing with it is just mentally prepping in practice. Like, when you salute your routine, visualizing like, all right, this is what it's going to feel like in the meet because I know. And, and then just trying to, I know, copy and paste it as much as you can. But working with sports psych too, I've never worked with sports psych, but I hear people have like huge benefit from that. And journaling and visualization is huge. How did you get into gymnastics in the first place? Um, I have an older brother, three years older than me. His name's Tony. My parents put him in like a mommy and me class, a little, uh, yeah, just toddler class, and and then when he would go and my parents would be with him, I would go too, and then they just put me in as well when I was a little bit older, so.
So what, what made you fall in love with the sport? And I think that, hey, this could be a future for me. Mm-hmm. That was a long journey. <laughs> and like when I say that, I actually mean it because um, in club, I really had a hard time finding a love for the sport because like I, how I told you my progression, I wasn't the best. Um, and it's hard to like have to go to practice four hours a day and you see all your buddies who like live in your neighborhood and stuff growing up with and they just, I don't know, just get to hang out with each other and stuff. I mean, I had my buddies in gym, but, and the body always hurt all the time. You have all these injuries, um, et cetera, et cetera. But over time that love just grew. Like my club gym was amazing. Um, my coaches there and their atmosphere of like creating a family of love and respect. And like, don't get me wrong, like throughout that, uh, club journey it was tough like there were moments where it was like man this sucks but I think the moments of um, coming to like get to know your teammates and love them is way more than those moments that sucked and then like my senior year I was I was really debating whether I wanted to go to college or not just because of I was like man this is a lot my body hurts and stuff but then I was pushed by like my dad and my coaches to why not take advantage of the opportunity of recruiting trips. So I came out here and just seeing other guys' opinions um, and how it's benefited them and the fun that they've had here. And also like Dylan King or like other past teammates of mine who have gone to college, like Johnny Jacobson, um, et cetera. But just the experience they had and um, then obviously choosing to come here, collegiate gymnastics really like emphasize my love for the sport because the guys who get to this level they're either really talented and they just made it or they're hard workers and they have the talent but they love the sport and that's what makes people so great is like they actually have a love for what they do and so when I came here um I didn't really know much about the code of points it's like the rules of gymnastics also like the structure and like team the rules and everything so I learned a lot from like Jake Bonet Zach Peters um, and just like these guys who like knew the sport, like it was the back of their hand, like John Robinson, our coach, um, so, such an analytical thinker, but he knows the code and like Jim Hartung, Chuck, and they just taught me a lot about the sport, things that I didn't really understand. Just give me a different perspective on it. That's awesome. Um, so going in to this weekend, you guys, it's, so it's two pre-qualifying sessions and then the top three teams will advance to the finals. It's Friday and Saturday at Penn State. Give us a breakdown. Uh, how does the team feel going into this weekend? Oh, so excited. Um, the day before we left for Big Tens, we always do like a go big red chant before we start practice. And it was like the loudest, like most energized, hypest, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but it felt really good. And um, I think the guys are really hungry to prove like, and to show all their hard work that they've been doing. Cause Big Tens and NCs, those are the, the two meets we train for all season. I mean, regular season's fun and stuff, but this is where it counts and where it matters um, and who can be the champions. So um, obviously when you get to the end of season, it's a long season. Gymnastics is a grueling sport and it, it's pretty uh, tolling on your body. So some guys are feeling it. I mean, I was, I'm feeling it, but man, you just gotta empty the tank. Uh-huh. And so guys are super excited to show off what they got 
and what they've been working for. What about for you personally? What's what's your goal going into it? Um, obviously, we have we set a team goal at the end of the season to be NCAA champions, and that hasn't happened in a long time, which would be super awesome. And it, it obviously is anybody's game. Like Stanford seems like the Goliath and somebody who's just so dominant, but anything can happen in gymnastics, which is pretty cool. And um, sorry, what was the question again? What, what goals do you have personally? Um, goal, just to go out and be a little bit better than the Big Tens. Obviously, it's the last meet, but it'd be perfect. And so I have objectives and stuff in my routines that I know I need to hit and um, that we're trying to hit them in training this week. It's been frustrating because it's hard to hit them. And so we got to learn how to hit them when they count. So my goal is to do that. And if I'm able to do that, then um, the awards will come. And you were and you were talking about you know Stanford's the Goliath, but anything can happen. And so mm-hmm. I mean, how much does this team believe that you can go compete for a title? Oh, I think we do believe it. And something that really helps, and what I love about John uh, Robinson, is he's such like a statistical thinker. So he'll take stats from the whole year, and then he makes a projection, and he's like, "This is where we can be." And when you see those numbers. You're like, man, we could totally do that 100% and even and some. And so we're like, man, this is what it looks like on a good day. If somebody hits their routine, it's a great routine and a good set, and you can get this score. But obviously, pressure is privilege. And in situations like this, people step up and magic happens. And so if magic happens, man, if we're doing the right things, I really believe that magic can happen. And I think the guys can too. And it'll pay off and results will happen so so for Husker fans that might this might be the first time they tune in because I mean a lot of times maybe they're just watching in the postseason what what should we be watching for what are some things to be looking for for the Huskers to go maybe compete for a title um at NC's yeah I would say look for the camaraderie just as we compete, like when a guy slews his hand, look at the people cheering for him because the guys get hyped. And it's really cool to see. And then after he lands at this mount, and if a guy messes up, how um, people have his back. Um, but I would say an event to watch that we're really good at. We always say high bar is like a high bar party. So that's super fun, like the releases and catching and then the sticks and the consistency there. And then we also have a really good floor lineup as well. But I would say those two events are really awesome to watch. And we're known as the Horskers on Pommel Horse. And so, yeah, we could put a Dan Horse as well. But I think just the overall competition and giving gymnastics some love and support because it kind of needs it. But also, it's pretty fun to watch. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, you guys are... Some of the things you guys do are just mind-blowing. What's the event that you have to nail, have to be good at? You, you mentioned the ones that you guys are consistent at and mm-hmm. confident at, but what's the event that maybe you need to improve upon? Based off Big Ten's vault. Mm-hmm. Well, not yourself, obviously. Yeah. Well, on the team, uh, the team day, the first day, um, we were probably, man, a point and a half short of our goal. And we could be way better on vault. And so... Um, 
events we struggled with in the past are rings and P-bars. So I'd say volt rings and P-bars. And then if we can dial those in, we'll be set. Awesome. Taylor Christopoulos, appreciate your time. Congratulations on all your thank success. You. And can't wait to watch you, you and the Huskers compete this weekend at Nationals. Hey, thank you. Appreciate you.